are back with another episode of Hope Ignited. And I know, Kevin, this is almost like a family member in the studio today. It's like I have one of my brothers here with me. So this is going to get really candid today. It's actual (laughs) proof that they will let anybody into the studio. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. He he snuck in somehow. We decided to go ahead and put him on camera because there's probably some comedic value here. But no. Exactly. We are so excited to have in studio with us today the Chief Growth Officer and Co-Founder of The Runway. Welcome, Cameron Golly. Cameron yeah. Golly. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. This is a great studio. I love the setup, yeah. too. This yeah. is great. We appreciate it. We yeah. try to make it our own. You know, a yeah. little bit of pink makes everything look better. Exactly. Yeah, so Cameron, uh, you know, this is one of the longest relationships, as you guys uh, know, probably know. NBCF has existed for 31 years. We started in 1991. And along the way, we've built relationships with vendors and sponsors and different people who we just have stayed in each other's orbit or we've kind of parallel path. Even though different people, they'll leave for a while to go do something else. We've had every combination of that. People that work for us, started a different business, came back. We end up using them as vendors, whatever. But the point is that um, there are certain people who you just almost from the beginning, you have an alignment of values and how you like to do business and you just you just click with each other. And I think there's a special affection and affinity for people who are there with you when it is small, like small potatoes, you know, like in our case, when we first met you. Um, what describe what that was like? How how the Hales and NBCF uh, encountered Cameron Golly? Man, Kevin, um, <laughs> this this is such a uh, interesting thing because uh, the NBCF is such a integrated part of my entire life. Like literally, it, it becomes woven as part of like my story. And um, I go back to like you know, fresh out of high school, going to North Texas. Um, I'm just like the IT guy, right? Like yeah. I'm helping people. That like, was your title. We that just was an like, IT guy. Literally, it was a like a Saturday Night Live bit yeah. at the time. But yeah. I, I was that guy. Yeah. And so um, I got pulled in uh, and uh, to National Breast Cancer Foundation when Janelle and Neil were living in their like two bedroom townhouse yeah. in Addison, and that was the office. Yeah. And they had me come over, and they had two computers, and they were like, "Hey, we need to connect these two computers." <laughs> Can you do that for us? Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> Is that possible? And back, I mean, we're talking 99 going into 2000. Okay. Yeah. So it was like 23 years yeah, ago. That, early internet. Yeah, literally. And so they had like one of the first of all my kind of clients at the time. I was a consultant. They had the first like wireless network set up. I'm like wireless. Like we're connecting to computers yeah. wirelessly versus like yeah. running a cable across your house, yeah. you know? I think they might have had that at one point. Yeah, yeah. And so I disconnected that cable. But, um, you know, it, it, as part of this, you know, NBCF, I was like, I don't know anything about NBCF. I don't know anything about the organization. But these people are, like, really lovely people. I want to know what they're doing. Like, what are they up to? And so they were like, hey, we need a lot of help. We're, we're really trying to grow this. And they told me all about their mission and what, what they stand for. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. It seems super ambitious because I'm like, this is just two people in a, in a, in a townhouse trying to do this. But super interesting, right? And and one, it's it's fulfilling a massive need uh, for women and 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 that needs support and everything. I thought this was really cool. So yeah. I, they called me probably every week. I'm going to be honest, okay, mm-hmm. to come over there and help them. Like they have a new system. There's a new yeah. accounting something. We got to get these all connected. And yeah. then Kevin, your wife, well now wife, yeah, 
go, goes in and starts working in their house with them. Now, yeah. now we don't have two computers. This is when she's my fiance. Okay, so it was my first. Yeah, that's what it. And yeah. So Kevin, you weren't even a part of. I mean, right, you were right. a part of this, yeah. of course, but like you were it's not. Work, yeah, volunteering, and so you know now it became Neil, Neil and Janelle and Amanda. Mm-hmm. And so now I got to network three computers together. So anyways, (laughs) that's where all this started with, with NBCF. And what I got to see is NBCF truly was like the first startup that I felt like I was a part of. Mm -hmm. And I, and it's funny because when we think about startups, we think like tech startups and we were going through, this is the com, like, you know, 99 into 2000 and, and kind of a weird Mm -hmm. phase and everything else. And, um, but I got to see, NBCF be that first startup for me where it was like I was I was kind of a consultant helping out wherever I needed to and then all of a sudden like months later they were like hey we're 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 actually got getting our first office mm-hmm. and it's right down the street and then another employee shows up and they get their first office and I'm like I got to network like four or five computers together <laughs> yeah. now right so so ultimately I got to see like employee one two three four five all the way through to where we're at now and it's just been um it's been incredible so along that way how how many of those years were you trying to convince my dad to get away from aol oh my goodness your mom and your dad like i will say the aol thing for me like we were cds it was like we were already connected to the internet but then they the way that they wanted to sign up the internet they wanted to to be choked through a cattle shoot yeah they wanted like let me sign on to aol then i can (laughs) surf the web i'm like well you could actually use this internet explorer Anyways, we're geeking yeah, out. Yeah, was a difficult concept. It was, it was, it was the heyday of, uh, you know, we had a lot of those CDs laying yeah. around the AOL CDs yes, for did. sure. But anyways, um, so, so NBCF, you know, we started there, but it actually like instilled this kind of mindset for me, which was like, I got to see them kind of start up and then I got to see them scale up, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. This whole, this whole mindset from startup to scale up became like part of how mm-hmm. I started thinking. I was like, well, maybe I could start my own company in my own apartment, which I did mm-hmm. in Addison, like literally across the street mm-hmm. from them. And then I was like, okay, I'll add a couple employees. And like literally it snowballed. So mm-hmm. in parallel to your point, you know, they were building this organization that was doing amazing things for people all around the country and beyond. And then I'm over here like, let's let's create this IT company yeah. and like help support other organizations and their growth and their trajectory of where they're headed. So yeah. it was, it, NBCF was like my first true client that I had that like gave me a little bit of that confidence that I really mm-hmm. needed to say, look, you can do this, right? And, I, and I'll say hope, I mean, because I see it right here. It literally gave me the hope to like say, you know, I don't know if I can do this, but if I feel confident enough or if, if you know, even though this is going to be hard, I can work through this yeah. and I can, I can get to the next level. And, you know, Years later, I built that IT company. Then I built an, a SaaS company, yeah. and then um, you know, 2007, we're ended up at South by Southwest with each other, yeah. and saw Twitter go from like 20,000 to about 80,000 tweets in one day. Yeah, and I said, man, the way we fundamentally communicate as entrepreneurs, as technologists, as consumers. It's forever going to change. And so one, that, one that was side a, note yeah. on that, um, yeah. you know, we we were really invested in technology. I was sharing this the other night yeah. at one of our events, and um, how technology the the that time window, the dot com boom, and uh, technology taking off of the internet really leveled the playing field for huge organizations 
you know, really big charities and NBCF, we were able to sort of plant a flag out on the, on the internet and we started getting phone calls and inquiries. Well, uh, the, moving into, uh, you know, technology later on, I'd say the next major like phase was social media and the, in the birth of social media. And so we started seeing the tremendous value in going to the South by Southwest and some of those types of, of events and seeing, okay, this is where the marketing dollars are moving. This is where the, the consumers are moving. And I remember you uh, were the one, you were always the one who came in and told us about some new technology or a new app you needed to download. And we would get so excited. And I, I especially, I love it. It's close to my heart. You were the first one who told me about Instagram and it had <laughs> just come out and you're like, you got, cause I was into photography and, and what people don't know is Instagram when it originally started was, a, was really for photographers. It wasn't for what it is now, mm-hmm. which is like a social sharing type of thing. Um, so photographers were, he's like, Kevin, you got to do this. You got to do this. Cause I was into photography and I got on there and I was one of the first, uh, like 10,000 users on there. So, uh, my username is K Hale and a little Side note on that, um, Justin Bieber's buddy is this guy that's like K Halil or something like mm-hmm. that. And one day I woke up and uh, I had tons and tons of notifications <laughs> from Instagram. And what happened is Justin Bieber had mistagged his friend and was saying happy birthday to K Hale. Wow. And so I had every one of Justin Bieber's fan clubs pinging me. <sighs> I and hate I was when like, that thank you. To me. I yeah, hate thank when you. That oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great day. Me and Justin are hanging out. But, but flashing forward to this, it's like it, Instagram pivoted and became something much bigger than any of the rest of us would have thought. Um, but, but we saw that kind of thing happening, you know, even back in 07, it was like, uh, geo based, uh, location type Mm -hmm. stuff and hitting users in little niche groups and geocaching. Remember geocaching? Oh yeah. Location. Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, we, we used to go to the Gary V like wine, uh, wine, uh, yeah, tell them about that. Tell them about the Gary V, uh, you know, parties. I I mean, I mean, definitely we'll talk about Gary V wine parties were like the cool kids. They all came together and I was like, how did we get an invite to this? And it was just because he like tweeted something out but and that again, that's and, new. And that then, was new. The yeah, concept of he tweeted something out, and then whoever saw that then was like, "Come meet me here at this time." And then all of a sudden, like you'd have this like party with like these cra- like billionaires now, people like, running like the white party. In it, it was. It was yeah. like the white party, that's and and so so, cool. so what was interesting is like to to your point though, NBCF always embraced mm-hmm. technology, but what they did was they put people at the heart of everything. And so what was really interesting, and what I mean by that is. When I would go to the the first NBCF.org website, which which yeah. we can go back to Wayback Machine on this, <laughs> this literally I call it the, um, the I, it was like the bobblehead phase is where yeah. they had a picture of Janelle's head up on like the top left. Head. It was the floating head. But what was interesting is throughout the whole site there was real people. Janelle mm-hmm. was the face of the org, and this is real people going through real things. And they were going to the conferences and you guys were learning about like what content yeah, strategy SEO meant and everything and else, all mm-hmm. the SEO, SEM and all this stuff. And, and what we did was like, instead of using all this stock photography, which most organizations do, mm-hmm. they would just go out and get iStock photos and all this stuff. Yeah. We were out in the field. Like Kevin literally asked me one day, he goes, he, like, he's a photographer, but he's like, I gotta go interview these people and we're going to do this. We're going to go up to New York to, to, we went to New York with each other and went to, um, 
to Harlem. Yeah. And yeah. there was a mama van up there and everything else. And he was like, Hey, you're the tech guy kind of thing. Can you shoot a bunch of photos? So <laughs> therefore like, you know how to do I'm like, I'm the tech guy. So I definitely know <laughs> photography. And so like, but what was interesting is like capturing these women that were, you know, had never received a mammogram in their lives. Had even like, this is not a thing. It was like capturing them in the state. Uh, they were, you know, just like they dropped their kids off at school that morning. We yeah. were there at like seven in the morning that morning. And we got to shoot all these women and, yeah. and, and it was really great and hear their stories and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And that stuff then went on the website, right? Yeah. yeah. So versus it's a real. lot of yeah. organizations that are out there that were very brand centric. Yeah. They were all about them. Yeah. NBCF was all about truly serving women and putting them forward and and showcasing like hey this is what we're this is what our work is doing this is what we're doing and and it was really cool to be a part of that experience where Kevin and I literally I mean we weren't I mean I was he was a great photographer by the way and, and still is I was like very like mediocre. And so half the shots didn't come out, but there was probably one or two in there that we could use for the site and everything. And and then that could be used on Instagram or whatever else. And so I think embracing, you know, technology and how do we connect with others and build our organization a little bit differently than maybe the status quo Mm -hmm. as how you build a nonprofit. Cause there's a lot of like NGO nonprofit playbooks out there of how to build Uh the next big whatever. Right. But like, I always felt like NBCF was always looking at how can we do it a little bit outside the box and being a little bit more tech forward and being a part of these conferences and these ecosystems was actually why I think that's why, why I think NBCF is where they're at today is because they were doing things a little bit differently than what the other organizations were doing. It amazes me how much y'all are so similar. Like y'all are literally yeah. the same yeah. person, you know, speaking of pretty excited about this stuff, connecting sure. with people. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever told you this story, but when I started with NBCF about five and a half years ago, um, I'm thinking like two kids ago, um, Neil was my handler. He was the one that just like, he took so much pride in taking me into every single office, introducing me to people and making sure that it was like, not just here's a name, here's a title, but like sit down life story. Mm-hmm. He was an expert right. storyteller. You guys know this, but the entire time we made our way around that circle of the old headquarters, he kept saying, has anybody seen Cameron? Has anybody seen Cameron? I'm like, who's Cameron? Like, <laughs> I don't know who it is that you're talking about. And he's like, we'll, we'll run into him eventually. He's here like every day. We'll see him eventually. And I'm like, I literally had no idea who you were. And he just kept telling me he was like the one person that you're going to connect the most with is Cameron. And it was so interesting because later that afternoon, sure enough, you came up there to save the day. I'm sure it was an AOL dumpster fire or something. But um, we met and it's been so fun all these years. We've been through the same seasons of life and have so many mutual friends. But it was interesting to me that Neil pegged that from day one. Totally. And that's always really meant so much to me. It's a kindred spirit. You know? Kindred sure. spirit. And He's an have, empath. Like yes. he, he totally can be like these two are woos like they're gonna get along yeah they're gonna they're gonna want to connect but the way Cameron and you know this but that they love you the way that Neil loved you the way that Janelle still loves you it was such a special moment the other night um for people that are listening we got to celebrate really the first 30 Mm -hmm. and looking forward and cheersing to the next 30 
And it was a very deliberate invite that night. We made sure that the people that were in the room were people that were just a part of that journey. And for you and your wife to get to have a seat at the table and for Janelle to mention you from the stage, I was so proud for you in that moment because you're NBCF family. I mean, I think it's funny, like we'll joke like you're the OG, but like when I tell you that Neil sought you out that day because all that mattered to him is that I got to meet you because you were such an intricate Mm -hmm. part of the journey and the history. I just think it's so special that we're sitting here now how full circle it comes, right? To talk about it's, the impact that you've had. I'm so so yeah. grateful for Neil and Janelle and Kevin and I mean his brother, like every everybody, all, the entire Hale family. Like I'm so grateful for them, and I mean for what they've done in my life and been literally an integral part of my whole life for like 23 years now. So That's like amazing. we truly flies. do. Like when he says brother, like I mean I feel the same way, and yeah. I've always felt that way. Mm-hmm. Of like yeah. this is like a, this brotherhood that we're like we're we're on this like these parallel paths yeah. in life, and kind of like there's been you know one or two years where I've kind of like popped out and I'm building yeah. something over here, yeah. but it's like now I'm uh, you know uh, uh, helping on the advisory council and mm-hmm. and really I, I the last year got to see like what a true impact this organization and how much it's evolved yeah. is yeah. incredible because it, it was, you know, the Hales really were like, I call them the fire starters. Like they were that those fire starters that kind of got this thing going. And it was really, it was whatever the Hales did, like it was all them for a long time. But as it is with any small business, like, and, you know, uh, yeah. And yeah. so we go from like, and we go from like maker to manager or creating yeah. to like, yeah. to like, how do we delegate? And yeah. like, and so I think you guys have done such an amazing job to be able to like, and that's the thing about Neil is like, he knew how to bring in the right people be, and mm-hmm. to do the right job to make sure that things got done the right way mm-hmm. and um, with excellence. And I think that like, that plays out with all the hails. They all kind of are super dialed in on who are the best people for the job and let them do what they need do best and crush it. Just like you, Ashley. I mean, ultimately yeah. on the PR side, like, I mean, it's like your gift, right? And yeah. so I think what they do is, is they, they are so connected with what people's God given gifts are that they're like, how can we just empower them? Yes. Right. As people. And yes. I think that that's what Kevin and, Janelle and team have done. Like, Couldn't I mean, agree more. Yeah. yeah, they give you the tools to succeed and then their That's hands right. off, right? It's My like- dad used to work with Ross Pro for a little bit, the great Ross Pro, one of the great all-time, you know, business leaders and entrepreneurs and just, you know, I mean, if you watch the Saturday Night Live skit about him, <laughs> yeah, I'm Ross Perot. Uh, he, he's larger than life. And, but my dad would <laughs> sit in the rooms with him at times and just like interact and just be in the, sometimes fly on the wall, you know, in some of the meetings. And Ross had all these sayings that he would give. And one of one of his sayings, one of the things that he said was that he goes, I'm not the smartest man in the room, but I know how to find and hire the smartest men in the room. And, right. mm-hmm. um, and it's it's about that's where the brilliance of a leader is. Right. Is that, you know, your own limitations and you surround yourselves to build a team that completes your deficiencies um, so speaking of building teams, we've been talking, thank you, by the way, this no. is, in, this has made my heart swell. Like hearing all this talk about my family, but, uh, I want to talk about y- your businesses yeah. and what you're involved in. You've got a, we, one, one project briefly talk about this. You built this amazing company that played a huge role in helping NBCF grow with a new phrase. It was, there used to be a, it's now a common phrase, but digital marketing, strategy. digital strategy, yeah. Mar- yeah, digital strategy. Um, 
digital. Like no one even knew that didn't exist <laughs> back, yeah. you know, when we first got to know each other. You built this great company with uh, one of our other longtime friends and, and advocates, uh, Eddie Bedrina, mm-hmm. called BuzzShift. Um, you were able to successfully uh, build that organization, help many, many people out, and and sell that organization. You started. You guys have started all different kinds of projects. Mm-hmm. Talk to us for a second about sure. what you're involved in now yeah. and the runway and what that project is. Yeah. So, kind of like um, with BuzzShift, you know, like uh, three years after we went to South by. So two, 2007, we saw Twitter just blow up. And then in 2010, you know, we started a little club in Dallas called Social Media Club of Dallas. And there's like five of us and um, have done really, it, it, we all of a sudden brought all these people together and, and, and uh, it was like entrepreneurs and technologists and marketers and all this stuff. And um, what I realized is that when I was running the IT, in the IT world, um, I was like, I love advertising. Like I, I have an advertising degree of all things. Right. And I thought that advertising agencies were fundamentally broken. And the reason mm-hmm. why I say that is because they're, they're all about order takers. And, and I was always this strategic mindset. Like how do we actually grow this company where most ad agencies have an RFP, they get a request for a proposal, they get it. And then they go fulfill the order. Uh-huh. Like they're just kind of order takers. Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, what about if we were like a business consultancy, like a mini BCG, McKinsey, Deloitte on the front end? Like that would be super cool. But there's nothing like that for like small businesses. So let's be a mini business consultancy on the front end and an ad agency on the back end. So we coined the phrase digital strategy Mm -hmm. agency. If you Mm -hmm. typed in digital strategy agency and the on the internet from 2010 to uh, 2014 we were like number yeah. one number one yeah. we were the only one for multiple years yeah. and now everybody's a digital strategist yeah. it feels like right so we built that company sold it in 2016 bought it back for pennies on the dollar in 2017 which, which is, is a crazy deacquisition story <laughs> and then sold it again in february of 2021 and so ultimately um, from from about 2016 to 2021, we got hyper focused on CPG and and direct consumer e-commerce brands, building yeah. brands online, and um, that became like my passion because I, I I felt like the way Gen Z and millennials really like to shop, like values based, and you know they, the way they shop is way different than like us you know Gen X and Boomers mm-hmm. and everything else, and so like I got obsessed with like the way that brands are going to be built now is way different than how they have been in the past mm-hmm. and everything else. So, so ultimately, um, you know, lead an agency is great. And to your point a second ago, um, building a team, it took me about a couple, it took me about three and a half years to really figure out, okay, I had to move from maker to manager where it's mm-hmm. like, I love creating, I love building, I love doing right. But if you really want to scale, you have to be able to, you know, delegate that out to others and trust in others and and build that. So we were able to really take that company, test and learn for a couple of years and then like really start scaling up the agency. And it, at, at that time, you know, um, in 2021, I turned 40 and my wife and I were just talking to each other and, and she's like, you know, um, what are your thoughts on this whole agency thing? Because we're trading at the end of the day, we're kind of like attorneys. Agency life is like mm-hmm. you're trading time for dollars, yeah, right? Yeah. And so she's like, Well, you built this online data backup company back in the day. You know, we were talking about it, like your roots are in SaaS, like building out yeah. um, software as a service and 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 product. Like, why don't you get back to that? Like, you love that stuff. And I was like, that's a really good idea. I've got this idea I've been percolating on for like two years, actually. Yeah. And so um 
we we felt that you know going back to the, what I said about shopping the way people discover and evaluate their next favorite brand is not necessarily on Amazon okay Amazon's kind of the commoditized play they're just like if you put a brand up on Amazon it's not because it's like the cool new brand or whatever else right mm-hmm. so we're like what if we created this kind of anti-Amazon? It's like this big idea, mm-hmm. but help people discover and evaluate their next favorite brands that could be from, it could be a small company even or whatever else. I mean, and it's not even on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we, we started concepting this out. And then we said, you know, in the world of direct consumer e-commerce, the biggest challenge that we see is that ratings and reviews are fundamentally broken. And that's not just about e-commerce. Mm-hmm. That's actually across like the travel industry mm-hmm. and everything else. Because when you look at ratings and reviews, you know, people either say this is a one star or a five star, you know, and it's like there's no middle ground really. And and so we're like, let's reinvent the world of ratings and reviews. Because at the end of the day, wow. people actually want to give feedback to brands. They want brands to build better products. They actually want to co-create with the brands. Mm -hmm. They want to be a part of the process. So So in this new kind of modern world, we're creating this new thing called the runway, which is helping people not only discover and evaluate their favorite brands, but actually giving feedback to those brands through short form video feedback. So So the the really, the brands that really, um, embrace that exchange and don't sort of sit in an ivory tower. That's right. Looking down are the ones that are going to really grow with that. We're, yeah. we're almost out of time, but yeah. I wanted to make sure that we were able to wrap up with uh, any other questions that you yeah. might have. Yeah, well, I will say, I do think we're going to, when we have you back on and we can continue this conversation, it's probably going to yeah, be one of those full circle two. moments again where we're like, remember back in 2021, 2022, when we were talking about <laughs> feedback via video yeah. and how that was at its infancy and like you'll be at the top of your game on that again and on to the yeah, next thing. That's the plan. So we look we'll forward see. to celebrating that. But, you know, one of the things in the underlying um, kind of, character traits that really brought you guys together at the beginning I know and what Janelle loves so much about you and your heart Cameron is is like I want to talk about what hope means to you you know NBCF is founded on hope that's where we're able to instill for a female and her family throughout her breast cancer journey what does hope mean to you it could be personally professionally just yeah no I mean this is a great question I I've been this hope journey uh, this whole I call it the keyword right because I'm a tech guy so we use keyword Hope is the key word around everything about NBCF, but it's actually been like one of these key words in my life that gets me through life. Mm. And I think hope is truly a state of mind Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, you're always going to come against like every morning I wake up and I know I already go into the morning knowing like there's going to be some type of challenge. There's going to be some adversity that's going to happen. And I can either like be just knocked down and just be defeated or whatever or I can be positive and think positively and be like, hope is the one thing that gets you through it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing about, um, you know, overcoming adversity and overcoming challenges and everything else. Hope is the only thing that gets you through it. So, like, I, I, I really ingrained this whole word of hope. I think I heard Janelle say it a lot um, over our last 20-some some years. But it really means something really uh, important. And I think that, you know... Um, you know, as a business owner, for instance, you, you ask that question, like as a business owner, you're always going to have setbacks. You're yeah. always going to have setbacks. There's always going to be challenges that come against you with like, oh, we couldn't hire this person. We couldn't do this or like what, whatever. Or this person just left and we're like, oh my goodness, like what are we going to do now? And so like across personally and professionally, like I think that if we don't 
if we don't embrace hope and we don't like have that as a state of mind at all times, then, then, you know, it's going to be hard to overcome adversity yeah. and it's going to be hard to overcome those challenges, but yeah. knowing that those challenges are going to happen, yeah. hope is the only thing that's going to get you through it. That's right. That's right. So good. That's, that's fantastic. So, so good. I couldn't have defined it better myself. Well, we know how busy you are. We yeah. know all the ventures you. that you're currently involved with. And I just want you to know, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. They like you were an honorary hail. Yes, so you introduce you. Oh, but that means also hail. that you can pay my uh, credit card yeah. debts or whatever right. yeah. else, right? Because that's what yeah. family does. Because the bad and the ugly okay. comes along with that. But <laughs> seriously, we know how busy you are. It means so much that you've spent time with us today. And I'm sure there are going to be a lot of individuals that want to know more about The Runway. Where can they find out more information about your company? Yeah, so you can go to therunway.app um, on that. And we are launching here really shortly. So I'm very excited for this. Can't wait. Yeah, by the time this launches and everything, we'll probably be live. So you heard it here, folks. For yeah, folks. Yeah, this is. It's going to be the new Twitter. I haven't even been on my PR tour, so this is this is. (laughs) Oh, uh, hey, we are the we are the first stop on your PR tour. That's right. Yeah, unveiling. No. Well, thank you, thanks, Cameron. I appreciate. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much, man. Awesome.